podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello there, guys. What is going on? Daniel Charles back here again. Rational perspective on Chelsea 2, Crystal Palace 1. Nonny saves Poch's Christmas. I think that's the main headline. Felt quite ironic, given the way that game was playing out, that it would be Nonny Manawake to come on and score the winner. I feel that Chelsea did a bit of a Man United tonight. And what I mean by that is that Chelsea didn't play that well, but we got over the line when we really needed to, because Poch needed that win today. Uh, given all the analysis post-Wolves, I didn't do a reaction to Wolves because, as you can probably tell, not in the sun of Chelsea studio because I've been with family over the Christmas period. I hope you've had a very Merry Christmas. But really, you know, I think if you're Poch sceptical, if you're someone that has already kind of decided that you would like to see a change in the head coach, I don't think tonight would have changed your opinion, even with the result. And I think a lot of the criticisms that I've seen would have been reaffirmed tonight playing players out of position, maybe in-game tweaks or a sense of Chelsea regressing. That performance, apart from the last few minutes when Chelsea eventually found a winner, it really did feel like almost a reflection of Chelsea's season. You know, start very brightly, show a lot of promise, lose your heads a little bit, um, show a lack of discipline, lose that concentration, be dragged back. And then in the second half, I thought the performance generally was pretty bad. Uh, it took a long time for Chelsea to get anything out of that game or, or to start feeling like they were getting anywhere close to the levels of build-up and attacking that they were doing in the first half. So I'm not going to blame people if they turn around and go, you know, my opinion really hasn't changed because I don't think that performance, if we're being completely brutally honest, did a lot to change opinions, really. You know, I, I think it, it looked to me to be heading towards at least a draw. And there were moments in that second half where Palace could have could have grabbed the winner when in the first half they were very isolated Chelsea from a defensive point of view I think marshalled them very well so it's it's that baffling thing once again with Chelsea of of having these real turns in games where they can dominate they can control a game they seem to have a good tempo and then they have these baffling collapses and I know a lot of us you know and, and many of us can, e can come to the easy conclusion of it's inexperience but I think some of that also comes down to the the head coach and and and, and very much drilling in that concentration and then also a variety of, of goals we've seen in recent weeks that come from similar places you know a high ball into the box not being dealt with by centre-backs not good positioning, concentration, winning aerial duels, players getting first to the ball, having space inside the box. These are things that, from a tactical point of view, from a coaching point of view, I think need to be focused on with Pochettino because they're not just a few rare occasions. They're, they're a consistent pattern now that we've seen. At least, for me, they've been pretty obvious since just before the November international break onwards. Chelsea are very easy to concede goals from set pieces or at least in and around that area and to concede in that manner just before half time was really really poor and you know as I say I think my, my general analysis is that I, I, I don't blame you if you're still someone who thinks yeah I'm, I'm still concerned going to, to Luton on Saturday because I think you probably should be to be honest but a win is a win I think the main positive for me I think the two things that stand out to me was number one in the first half I really like some of the build-up um, I really like the way Nicholas Jackson, Christopher Nkunku, seeing him start a game for the first time, um, Mikhailo Mudrik and Malo Gusto, really those four who were involved in the first goal and of course Conor Gallagher putting on another really strong display. 
I, I like the combinations. Chelsea seemed to find a very easy way to break down Palace, where I think there were concerns that Chelsea would really struggle against a Palace side who liked to sit deep. Palace, and, and I think at times Chelsea were trying to you know, attract Palace onto them, uh, but they were able to find space pretty easily in that first half, and there were chances to put the game beyond Palace. I mean, there was the Mudrick chance that Jackson, lovely little back heel, there was the chance that Jackson did really well again to hold off Anderson and find Nkunku. And I think it was Anderson who was able to put a, a really late challenge in to, to stop that probably being a goal as well for Nkunku. So, again, those rotations, those things that I think that excited us from players we, we were impressed with in pre-season, I think were there to see in the first half. But it's the fact that post the break, and you've conceded that goal just before the break, how much the performance regressed. I mean any sign of that I don't know you could maybe attribute it to Nkunku's fitness you know this is a guy who's barely played any football this season so I, I never expected him to last a full 90 but I thought from a, a defensive point of view Benoit Badishil probably had his worst game in a Chelsea shirt he was being bossed by Mateta in a first half where Mateta was easily being bossed out of it how much that changed was was staggering I thought Caicedo was really poor on the ball tonight he was giving it away very cheaply and it just felt like Chelsea lost any idea semblance of an idea of how to build up and I think you know when you're uh, when you're looking and diagnosing problems it's not just about individual performances that you can attribute blame to it's also about the coach right why have you made certain decisions to play players in positions and then having to make changes very early on in the second half you know Ian Matson playing at right wing I just I don't understand it I just it's it's a thing I've seen with several Chelsea head coaches now and it, it infuriates me every time because I think you create a rod for your own back not only from supporters you know being critical but just in the performance you know I felt that from a right wing perspective we had so little especially in the second half when Chelsea needed to alleviate some of the pressure and the fact that it took him quite a while to eventually bring Nonny on I thought was a concern to me and I think it did change the game, luckily, in the end. And it was the guy who scored the winner. Uh, but the fact that Chelsea were, at times, you know, looked like... It just looked like an inevitability that, that Crystal Palace were going to find a winner. And it wasn't like they were creating anything amazing. A lot of the time, Chelsea were being hit on by bad mistakes. And, and Benoit Badishil was uh, has a now a track record, sadly, because I, I really rate the guy. But he's had a difficult few weeks. But I thought Dezassi had some really shaky moments, looked very erratic. Um, and it, it to me, it, it very much looked like Chelsea were stumbling towards potentially another defeat, which would have been disastrous for Pochettino, or a draw, which would have been very frustrating and not really helped the situation at all. But then, you know, you have these, something seemed to click, and I think part of it was the introduction of Breuer, a ball behind the, the Crystal Palace line to give them more to think about, a, a new, fresh injection of energy and physicality. I thought Romeo Lavia... You know, still a long way to go for him in terms of fitness, but it was nice to see an introduction for him. I think Conor Gallagher is always such a key integral player and he nearly sets up a winner for Jackson. Jackson has to be scoring that. It's an atrocious miss. But then typically he scores a goal that then is offside and you feel like that really deflates everyone. But there just seemed to be something in the game where Palace kind of lost a little bit of that kind of spark and control and allowed Chelsea back into it. And Chelsea found just a few moments to build up some pressure and then Nonny gets the penalty. It was so clear as a penalty. It felt like the, the referee very much like, I'm not going to make a decision here. And it would have been very intriguing to see what happened if if 
Palace would have scored on that break. I thought Gusto did very well. I thought Gusto was one of the really good performers tonight um, for Chelsea. Of course, he sets up the first goal for Mikhailo Madrid. And Madawake scores. And it's, it's a massive moment for him, a player that has rarely got any looks this season. It's bizarre that it's almost a year till since us signing him. He was one of those brought in last January and felt like a real project player, was exciting at the back end of last year. But since Pochettino has come in, has rarely got any looks. And um, I'm not saying that um, that Madawake has been amazing every time he's played, but it's just been a little bit strange to me why he didn't start tonight. That's not to take away from the fact that Chelsea looked good in the first half. I thought Madrid obviously scoring that goal. I felt the build-up to the first goal was was wonderful too. And seeing Nkunku involved in that, it's just... I would like to think that Madawake has earned himself at least a start at the weekend. But with you know, Raheem Sterling and Cole Palmer in the coming weeks that will return to the team. In the case of Cole Palmer, I'm quite happy to see him return to the team. Um, I would just like to see Pochettino play players in their actual positions. And I, I think that it just it it just hurts Chelsea. And I think it says a lot, you know, when, when Madawake came on, suddenly there was a little burst of something. And, it, and he looked like a player to me who was out to prove a point and was very certain he was going to take that penalty. And when you take the penalty, he has to score it. He did score it. And I hope for him it's it's a real boost and I'd like to see him get more minutes. I think other than that, seeing Alfie uh, Gilchrist come on and uh, the crowd loved to see him. I, I thought that he asserted himself very well for what really was a cameo appearance, but a key added time period where Chelsea had to hold on to that lead. And he was throwing himself into challenges. He was being very vocal, probably more vocal than anyone so far in the Chelsea squad this season. You know, marshalling players older than him around. And that's another thing I like to see for the rest of the season. More academy uh, graduates getting chances in the first team, especially with the injury problems we have. I don't understand having two goalkeepers on the bench. I don't understand the hesitance to play Cobham players when we know how valuable they can be to our squad, even as rotation options. And I think if it's just going to be another mid-table mediocrity season why not try and find players from the academy? Because I don't trust us in the transfer window. So can we blood some youngsters who actually could prove better options in the long term? And hopefully off the back of that, it's a sign that he may get Gilchrist some uh, some more minutes. So those are my thoughts. Let me know yours as ever in the comments below. Merry Christmas. As uh, I've said already, really hope you had a, had a great festive period. Manawake saves Poch, saves Christmas, and we move on to that relegation <laughs> battle with uh, Luton at Kenilworth Road on Saturday, which I'm sure is going to be lots of fun. But uh, we, we can at least celebrate for a couple of days and, and be happy that Chelsea have won. I, we've actually won three, I think three or four home games in a row now, which, you know, it's not been all terrible, but it, it still is pretty bad. But there we go. That's my thoughts. Follow me across socials at Son of Chelsea, and I'll see you again very soon. All the best. Sports Social Podcast Network.